Pocket Thoughts. Pocket Thoughts. Season 2. Episode 3. Boom. Here we are. Brandon Wilson. Bobby Mason. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm the intro guy. You're the outro guy. So. That's my bad. My bad. Yep. Bobby Mason sitting across the table from me. Ooh. Louder. A little, louder. A little uh, callback to the first episode where I said he was across the room, but he was across the table. So, we're here today. This is our third episode, as I mentioned, and we are... We've been busy. Yeah. Bobby's been busy. Third episode means... It's our third week yes. of this company's life. Yes. There's a lot to go over, a lot that has been done in between the second week and now, obviously. Ooh. And Bobby's been working his tail off. I've been slacking a little. Let's let's start with slacking Miss, Mr. Packy Face. Slacking Mr. Packy Face. Yeah. Let's, what do you mean you've been slacking? So people understand what... What has made it so we know you've been slacking? Uh, the lack of materials that have been provided to Bobby and others to show that there has been work done. I see. So you look in our drive. That's where we keep most of our stuff uh, to share with you with each other to show our progress. Um, not necessarily to show our progress, but to just say, hey here's what's been done um and there hasn't been much by me i mean i went i did what i needed to do my first week and then i kind of just trailed off from there so now i need to hop back on the train and get it going so we set a goal and i think that's been helpful to have 60 posts ready to go by tomorrow which is friday so that's going to be an interesting task to hit uh especially since you need to go home and go to bed soon because you're tie tie. Yeah, I'm tired. I mean, you gotta you gotta get your sleep. So that's uh, that's where I'm at with that. And let me let me butt in quick. Okay. So I think something that's really important for everyone that's in entrepreneurship, like we actually created milestones. Yep. So like we have measurable tasks. Like the reason why Brandon knows that he's been slacking is because he's not hitting the measurables that we set. And like, I think it's really important for any founders at the beginning to actually create milestones because if there came a day, like if we were six months out and Brandon still wasn't hitting his milestones, or maybe I wasn't hitting my milestones six months out from now, we actually Mm -hmm. have tangible items that we can look at each other and be like, here's the deal. Like you need to either get your crap together and you have this much time to fix it. Or we actually have something in writing that says bye-bye. Yep. And I'm not saying that for us, but I'm saying like it's really important because I've had a lot of companies that we've built without milestones. And you see people slacking, like you know they're slacking, but you didn't create any measurables. So you just go up to them and you're like, hey, you've been slacking. And they're like, no, I've been doing all my work. And it's kind of like, Show me. right. There's nothing I can do to prove to you that you've been slacking. Yeah. Because you don't have anything that you're supposed to accomplish. Yeah. You're just supposed to work hard. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't work. Yeah. It's problematic. And, yeah. And I think that it was kind of like the thing is I, we did have milestones for three months from now, but we didn't necessarily break them down 
week by week, which you don't necessarily need to do. That can be something you can do on your own because it is your task that you have to do yourself. So that's something I should have done ahead of time. But um, yours really were week by week almost. Yeah. Uh, because I think milestones are completely different in what part of the business someone's working on. Yeah. Like me as the CEO, I have like these really big milestones. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Where are my milestones? Like build the course. Mm-hmm. It was build the course, build the website. And this is within three months. Have six cohorts signed up for the incubator. So that means we got to find six teams that we're willing to invest in. Yep. And then have 200 users Yeah. going through the course. Yep. And so like mine are kind of like, they're going to take me the full three months by all means. And they're pretty, they're pretty lofty. So if I get in trouble at the end of three months, I understand I didn't hit my goals, Yep. but I'm working my a word off to hit them. And I think like Brandon's in the CMO position. So we not only created like a long-term goal and I can't remember it was like increased social by like 500 followers yeah. on each platform. Yep. Something like that. So like that's a lofty goal. Yeah. And you're going to work your hardest to get to that. But we were also able to break it down to complete 60 posts a week. Yeah. So like that was like a very tangible week by week goal that we mm-hmm. can measure. Yeah. So it's tough because like in the moment we can measure yours and for all we know I might be slacking like crazy right now. Yeah. And we can't measure it until we get closer to the end. Yeah. I actually have like a lot of time. Mhm. But I'm not slacking. I promise. Yeah. I'm and dying. It's, <laughs> and it's more of harping on the thing that we have talked about and that's actually writing it down and i think that was my big, biggest mistake was forgetting to do that because then all of a sudden it's like hey have you done your 60 posts and i'm sitting here and i'm like i've done a few but put them in there and then now i'm like i need to actually get the, those done yeah and deadline's coming up so. and i think i mean you obviously have like a little little bye week because i don't think we were super clear on this is starting now yeah and I think when we meet tomorrow, and for all of you guys out there, we do have another partner. I don't know if you'll ever be on the podcast because it's kind of just what Brandon and I do on the side here that we yeah. love to do. But mm-hmm. uh, our partner is Lee Hutton. Woo! Yeah, so that's exciting. You guys can look him up. Yep. You'll definitely find him. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a bigger deal in the world of law, which is exciting yep. for us because he has skills that we don't have. Yep. And that's really nice to have in another partner. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow when we meet, I'm sure we're going to sit down and we'll really be like, it's go time. Everyone has to complete what they say they're going to complete on yep. a weekly. And if they don't complete things on a weekly, then we start figuring out what are punishments yep. or what are incentives yeah. for you not to do that again. And I think once, once we're kind of hard pressed on that, like I feel like if we say every Friday we'll meet, Mm. like hard meet all three of us i think that meeting on friday will definitely hold you to a different standard because you're not going to want to go in there and be like hey i mean you can get away with it with me yeah but i don't think you'll want to sit down with lee and be like i got 20 of the 60 yeah and i'll be like what yeah, like that's weak of, yeah you and know that's and that kind of compares to our um igniter 
it's basically we are going through that same process is you're not going to come into your month or weekly dinners or whatever it may be and have nothing to show yeah it, we have the same standard for ourselves in building this because we want to prove to you that this does work and you're going to see that as well so it's holding us to that standard too and i mean we can bring our own insight to it because if we're showing up to those weekly dinners and we don't have anything to say then people are gonna be like why are we even coming here yeah and you know um today i officially jump back on social yep. i'm gonna start hopping on like pretty intensely again mm-hmm. um and really one of the big reasons I want to start doing it again. And what I said in the video that I posted was I want to be very straightforward, very honest with exactly how things are going. Yep. Like I don't want to hold back on anything and I'm doing that because I kind of want to hold myself accountable in front of a community of 10,000 followers. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to let myself down and I want to be transparent enough that like, I constantly hold myself accountable because it's an embarrassment if I don't do it. Yeah. And <laughs> I was really tempted today when I was at Lifetime and I got on the scale. I was really tempted to take a picture of the scale and say, I will give an update every week at how oh I'm doing gosh. up with my weight. Yep. And I haven't decided if I'm going to do that or not yet, but I just feel like it would hold me hopefully more accountable that if I went from 220 the 224 in a week, people are going to be sh- fat shaming me. And they already shame me as it is. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't decided if I should do that or not. I mean, it could be motivating for some people just to see your journey through that and to show that you actually are working out through this whole process. So I think it could motivate some people to be like, hey, you know, this guy is showing that he does a lot of work and he puts a lot of effort and time into his work, but he also has time to go work out. And hopefully... I mean, not saying you need to lose weight, but hit your goal of whatever you're trying to do here. And hopefully people will not fat shame you because that is just awful <laughs> for anyone to experience, especially on social media. So um, I'm sure the people love to shame me, period. <laughs> I was telling um, Ashley and Laura when we went to Carmel mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, people just love to hate on you. They just love it. It's oh, like yeah. their favorite thing ever. Um, and I was like, I guarantee you when I take a picture of you guys and post it, I'll get just destroyed for my looks. <laughs> and like within six hours, I started reading the comments to them. And I was like, comments were like, where'd you buy those prostitutes? You fat, ugly piece of shit. And I was like, geez. <laughs> so oh like... <laughs> Like, there are so many people out there that will hate on you, but yeah. at the same time, it's also kind of motivating for some things if you have the thick skin. Yeah. Because, like, I'm fine with people hating on me for things that don't matter to me. Like, it's just hate. It's just talk. Yeah. But I also never want to actually give someone a reason to distrust me, look down on me for something that I didn't follow through on. So, yeah. Like, that's where I think, like, it could be valuable sometimes you know oh yeah i mean you never want to give anyone a reason to come after you especially if you're very aware of what you're doing yeah just because you know it too and you're like why did i even do that if it's going to get attacked like that so i think that is it's a very good way to go about it especially if you're 
have the following that you do where people are going to call you out. So it's, but I don't know if it's necessarily you need that much of a negativity. Yeah. I think, cause there's not a lot of people that are going to be like, wow, way to go. Good job. And then oh, you're definitely not. And then you're going to look at it and be like, well, yeah, like I know. Yeah. Um, so what else do you want to talk about? Let's talk about how your week has been with what you've been doing. What I've been doing? Yeah. And how it's been going. Yes. Um, so, everyone, when you're starting a business, and this is number 16 for me, um, which is, I don't know if it's a good thing or an embarrassment, whatever one. It's a lot of learning. Yeah, it's a lot of learning. Some have been good. Yeah. And that's great. Some have been bad. It's been bad. Um, but this is the beginning. And like I told you the other night, I have never worked so hard at the beginning of launching a company. And it's legitimately because this company, it's it's on us, but it feels like it's all on me from the standpoint of I have complete control out of the I mean, over the outcome. And there's been a lot of companies in the past, because I've been in software for a few years, where I've not had complete control. And me not having complete control made it so I didn't always know which which path to follow. I also didn't know how to manage people, and I didn't know how hard to push on things. And I also was waiting. Mm-hmm. I was always waiting on someone to get me something, and I was always dependent on waiting for them to move forward with my stuff. And with EE, I know how to do all of it. Yeah. Like really well. Mm-hmm. And so now it just comes down to how much time can I push? How much time can I put in to push ourselves to a much quicker launch and much quicker and more scalable start to the company? Like yeah. I know I can control all of it if I just put in the effort. Mm-hmm. And so it's made it. So I'm just sitting here all day, all night. I've been building out the course. The course is built out. Um, it's a crap ton of stuff. And I, I put in our fact sheet, how much is the course worth? Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. And I just ended up responding to our own fact sheet, own question that I came up with <laughs> saying, I have no idea. All I yeah. know is we currently have 36 lessons. And if you just look at one of the lessons alone with the co-founder operating agreement, like that costs, that costs go Mahi probably seven to 10 grand for our, for our own granted, granted ours was like really in depth. Yeah. So like just that lesson alone, it's probably saving you two to four grand. So like, I'm really excited about the course. Yeah. I'm proud of us for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a crap ton of reading to do. Because that's all first take. Yeah. And it's going to be sloppy. Um, And I've been spending the last three days really building out the site. So building out the actual Start You pages, the home pages, the Igniter pages, the podcast pages, blog pages. Just making sure everything is working and looks nice and pretty and people can Mm -hmm. follow it. And there's an actual funnel to them purchasing things. Yeah. And... I think more than anything, I was thinking about what makes us different, and I, I wrote it a lot. And I don't know if I, you can't really prove that this is true through writing, 
Mm-hmm. But I wrote over and over, we're different because legitimately we will take a bullet for your startup from the standpoint of we will actually like lose money mm-hmm. from a standpoint of we won't pay ourselves. We'll put in a crap ton of time and we'll give everything we possibly can give in that moment to have that startup succeed. Yep. And I can't put that in words, but that makes us so different because I just look at what we're doing and I'm like, everything we're giving you is free. Not almost free. Yeah. It's almost (laughs) free. Like it, if you actually looked at the business model, it's stupid how much we're giving startups and Mm -hmm. how much we're offering for what we're getting in return. Yep. And like, that makes me really excited because it's the first company in a while where I'm like, this is pure value based. Yep. Like we're going to work every day to help people's lives get better and better and better. Like Mm -hmm. I, I love that. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And going back to like the social media stuff, like just following that, any of that alone, like we're literally breaking down the key points. And we've mentioned this before. There's still a ton of value in everything that you're reading, but you're getting the highlights. And even just reading that stuff is like it, that is a huge value add in itself because these posts three a day or whatever it's going to be is going to be like you take that and that could change your whole company. Yeah. Just reading those, just scrolling through your phone and all of a sudden you're like, wow, okay, that's, that's huge. That's why I'm so rattled <laughs> that you don't have the posts ready yet. Because they're getting, they're getting there. And it's not even like, and that's the fun part about it. It's not frustration because it's like, oh, we're missing out on opportunity we're missing out on money. We're missing out on this and that. That has to do with financial gain. It's more yeah. like, son of a bee. We're missing out on giving people information that they can grow yeah. from. Yep. And it's not like a popularity contest. We're not looking to get thousands of followers because Brandon and Bobby want to look famous. Yeah. It's more like we want to get thousands of followers so they actually consume our content and they actually learn something. Yeah. And they don't have to make the same mistakes. Exactly. And that's why we're not going with our approach of following thousands of people just to get half, not even half of it in return. Yeah. It's literally come to our page, see what we have to offer, and hopefully that changes your company and changes your mindset. But that was... That was like something that was very eye-opening to me just today. Oh, yeah. Like, did you watch my video by any chance? Yeah. Like, just really defining why from Mm -hmm. a standpoint of, I think I've done a really good job over the last two months of hiding how much Gomahi crushed me. Mm -hmm. And for all of you out there, Gomahi was a company that I've pretty much spent the last two and a half years on and a large amount of my savings on yeah and we shut it down two months ago and i've tried to have like a happy old face because honestly realistically faking it i think made it made me get over it way quicker Mm -hmm. um and i chose to fake it night one yeah and i think it was because my wife was with me night one and she was crying Mm -hmm. and when she cries i need to make sure i'm fine yeah because that's just heartbreaking yeah. That one of my mistakes makes her cry. And she wasn't crying because she was disappointed that we shut it down. She was just worried about me. Yeah. But like sitting there today and giving an update on the last two months and explaining like how it was like the best two months ever because I got to leave for a month and mm-hmm. explore the world. Yeah. But it was also the worst two months ever because I have so much going on in my head. 
Yeah. I can't sleep at night because I just like think about it over and over. Like, what mistakes did you make? Like, are you inept? What the heck is your problem? And then following it up with like us as founders. Oh yeah, that's what we're talking about today. I forgot. We oh, we yeah. teased okay. it last time. Yeah, that's right. Um, but us as founders kind of breaking apart and this is like best friends. And I'm thinking, my gosh, can I even manage anybody? Mm-hmm. If I mess up best friends, like what happened to me? Yeah. You know? Yep. And like, this isn't me tooting my own horn, but it was like, we had a night in bed, Ashley and I, where I was just crushed because like I was a so-called entrepreneurship prodigy in college. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, Oh my gosh, this guy's going to blow this world away with things. Yep. Then I just go and F it up for two years. Yeah. And I'm just like at the beginning. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like just piece of crap. But that's when it hit me. In all reality, when I was giving the update, it was like, holy crap. That's why we're building this. Yeah. So because no one has to go through that. Nine out of ten people have to go through that. Mm-hmm. And we want to make that a hundred times less painful because we're going to let you we're going to have you figure things out at the beginning. So you're protected by the risk and we're going to increase your chances of survival. And like, I got to imagine shutting down a company is like in the top 10 most painful things to do in oh, your life. Yeah. Especially if it's something that you've been with and put so much blood, yeah. sweat and tears into. And all of a sudden you're like, well, that's done. Like, we're trying to decrease one of the largest pains a human can feel. (laughs) I'm not comparing it to death or anything (laughs) like cancer or anything like that. That's why I said top 10. Yep. But, like, seriously, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No, it's amazing, and people need to see that. And it's not – I'm not saying they don't because it's not out there yet. I don't know how we're going to get that across, though. Yeah, it's just people have to take it how it is, and they'll let us know what they think. And it could be a huge pivot where people take it a completely different way. Yeah. But we don't know that yet. So I don't know if it might be a huge pivot where we just target people that are making companies second time around. Yeah. I was thinking the first, the people that are doing it for the first time, they're going to have no idea how bad that pain is. Yeah. And I'm not saying we're going to start that way, but it's kind of, I don't know. Like you don't know what that pain feels like yet. No, not at all. And I hope we don't feel it this time around because I don't know if I can handle the pain again. (laughs) Yeah. No. And it's not like, you don't go into making your first company or second company or any company after that and already having a plan B because that's just a waste of your time and basically just how you think about things. Cause if you're already thinking about a plan B, that means you're not dedicated to what you're going to do with plan a to a point. I think like it is good to have a backup plan, but it's also, I think it shouldn't take up a majority of your thoughts. Like you shouldn't, be already scared that your things your yeah company's not gonna work out. I agree with you there. Because like I do I still have like a million backups. Yeah. And I think like that's part of just being uh taking dumb risk and taking educated risks. Yeah. Like an educated risk is I'm going to run this startup and I'm going all in, but I do have a backup if everything goes to crap and I'm legitimately homeless, like I'm reaching out to Optum. Yeah. I'm saying I'm finally going to take that job. Mm-hmm. Like it just, I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. But the backup plan is there yeah. where I can do it at any time. Mm-hmm. And like, I think if you do have some type of backup, like you right now, if you didn't have a job on top of this, yeah, your stress level would be through the roof. Oh yeah. I would be in here every second of the day staying as late as I need to. 
getting this thing pushed off the ground and i'm sure you would love that oh i would love that (laughs) but if you didn't have a job and you had no potential jobs lined up after yeah like that would just be stupidity yeah you know it would yes and so like that's that's my point but i also agree with what you're saying like you have to be a hundred percent all in yeah and i think like that's a good transition to what happened yeah so do you want to start I mean, this isn't really necessarily, I can give the background on it just because I was still, I was bummed out, but I think you took it a lot harder than I did, I guess, which I don't know. I don't know. Saying that sounds weird, but it's still like it, yeah, it bummed me out. But I, I tend to, I guess, understand, I don't know. I like to see things from different sides and you do too, but I think I just see it in a more... I don't know. I don't even know how to explain. Like, Give the context. Yeah. So, all right. So we had two other uh, partners with us, Joey and Brady. And when we came up with this idea in California, uh, we were all in on it. We gave a timeline of what we wanted to do to get through um, with this business idea. And we said, all right, we'll go until whatever date. And if we don't feel that we're all in, then you know, it's going to be an easy cutoff for us. We picked three months. Yeah, three months. And it'll be an easy cutoff for everyone because we all understand that at that three-month time, if we're not feeling it, we can hop out. Um, and then I would say two days later, Brady left, a day maybe, and uh, we got a text saying that he was out and wished us luck. So... That was very confusing for all of us. We were getting ready to go to dinner. and Actually, no, we were in dinner having a really good time. Uh, We were at a fun restaurant in Carmel, and everyone was dancing around, having fun, clapping. And all of a sudden, I felt my watch vibrate, and I looked down, and I saw it from Brady. I looked over at Bobby, and he was happy, clapping. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be tough. And we sat down, and I remember what you said. Yeah, I go, Bobby. I go, I I wouldn't look at your phone. I don't. You're not going to be happy. And I was like, this is the worst time for this to happen. And Bobby looked at his phone, and I I guess correctly, he was not happy. And we, uh, I think you texted Brady, and you said, can you call us? And he said he would as soon as he could. And then it ended up being the next day. Um. So we kind of talked through with him because if you are going to kind of leave anything that you've been working on or say that you are committed to the three months, I wouldn't recommend texting, uh, especially if it's kind of a short text just saying I'm out, good luck. Yeah. Because it leaves everyone confused. Uh, You don't know the context really of that text, if they were pissed off or if they're just like, hey, you know, good luck. Like, Love you guys. Hope everything works out and And don't don't commit don't commit to something that just have your word be your word. Yep. Like I I think you would say it's pretty rare that I say I'm gonna do something and then don't follow through with it. Yep. Like it's one of the things I pride myself on. Yeah. Because it's so frustrating to me like Brady still love him to death. Like yep. you and I still talk to him and I hope everything's amazing, but the way that he did it or didn't follow through, like 
just naturally. I lose some respect. Yeah. I do. Like, we're never doing business again. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. Like, it's just that the way it was handled made it so I had to go out and actually talk to my mentors and say, if I ever think about doing business with Brady again, you guys will actually have to vet him for me. And you will have to approve if we can work together yep. as friends. Yeah. Like, it's too bad that that's what it is. Yeah. You know? Yep. And then I guess with Joey's side, Joey's was a little different. Um, I don't know if you want to touch more on that one. Sure. So, so Brady, yeah, that came out of the just nowhere, yeah. out of left field. Everything felt like it was going good. We still had two months left on our arrangement. Um, we were a month in, and he was one of the key drivers and made us have some long talks about how committed each of us were yep. to the business and mm-hmm. the project. And that was, like, the most frustrating part. Like, he made it sound like he didn't trust any of us to, come, like, come through with things. Yep. And he was the one that didn't show up. So, and he gave us zero context to yeah. why he left. Yeah. Like, when we called him and talked to him at, in the middle of dinner, he was just like, I, I don't want to be famous. Like, you guys want to be famous. I just want to have famous friends. And it's like, Whoa. That that wasn't our goal. That's just bull crap. Like, we could care less about that part yeah. anyways. And I did talk to him a couple of weeks ago or two weeks ago, and I was like, I, I can't keep talking to you without you just telling me what the heck happened. Yeah. And he was like, I just realized that I feel like I'm not a part of everyone when I'm out of town living mm-hmm. in a different state. And he's like, I just realized i'm not coming home yeah and like it was good for both of us because that was like our biggest problem like that's what we were struggling with like how do we balance communication it sucked yeah so and it was just an hour difference but it was still it made a huge difference we could never meet yeah it just wouldn't work like you and i work way better together yeah when we're here Mm -hmm. at least i know you do yeah because I don't see a lot when I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, yeah, that's the biggest thing I have to kind of get over, but that's uh, that's another story. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we were, we were just going strong. We were excited. We were amped. We were making good progress. Like, I was there. I was in Carmel for another month. Brandon and Joey went home. We had a couple of follow-up meetings. We had the momentum going, the energy going. Mm-hmm. And then I said I needed to focus on taking a break for two weeks and so i kind of just let them try to get their stuff done yep and some people have the drive and some people don't (laughs) and it so happened that during those two weeks the momentum and the excitement wore off and for one of our partners the because the excitement wore off it meant that the thought process and the commitment was questioned and Joey had some time to really think about things and he decided I can't bring value to the company which I think is bull crap but it's okay yeah it was was an interesting one to sit through and listen and observe yes we had a long talk um 
But really, the biggest reason was I'm, it was hard for him to handle everything, like juggle work, mm-hmm. juggle relationships, juggle educating entrepreneurs. And the thing that's a little different between Brandon and Joey, Brandon will sometimes go a week without completing some of his tasks, and he won't like destroy himself over it. Yeah. Like Joey expects himself to still go above and beyond and like for him to do his job and do educating entrepreneurs week over week, it required him to push himself too hard and he didn't think it was fair to not only us, but himself and his health. Yeah. Yep. So Joey's was a different situation because yeah. you could see like the remorse yep. in his eyes and like we talked about it, like We'd bring him back. Yeah. Not as a founder, mm-hmm. but we'd bring him back as an employee and he can work his way up to whatever he can bring value. Yep. And wherever he can bring value, that's the level within the company he can work his way up to. Yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> yep. And I'll be honest, I was, I'll share this publicly. I was very proud of you. I definitely thought when we were sitting on the couch and just so everyone knows at the beginning of this whole process, I put my money on Brandon (laughs) being the contender that would be the one that would be a part of this the longest. And he was, but we're sitting on the couch and Joey just let us know that he was out. Brady let us know he was out a month prior and Brandon was probably sitting there looking at me like, my gosh, I'm going to be stuck with you and your (laughs) stupid driving forces and i honestly sat there and i looked at brandon i was like brandon so what are you doing are you out do you remember what you said not really i I don't i said i'm not like i'll stick with this until i mean i'll fall through on sticking with it but it's just yeah i mean like i did not think i would be the last one standing I'll be honest there. Cause I was like, I mean, it's just like who I am. Like I thought that I was kind of the lower one in the group for what I could bring to the table. And you know, when other, you see two other people leave that you thought brought higher value than you, you kind of realize that you do have to step it up and try to a point <laughs> still getting there. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I just, I would like to follow through on my word and, you know, give it all I have and kind of see where I am at the end of this whole thing and see if it is the right fit for me or whatever it may be. Yeah, and that was awesome to hear. And I think it's weird. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like now even you're kind of like, this is just, I'm in it now. Yeah. Like, I don't believe, and maybe I'm wrong, and please tell me if I am so I know this. Um, I don't feel like we have a January 1st deadline. First. From a a standpoint of you're going to look at me on January 1st and be like, I'm out. Yeah. This is just kind of like, this is your side project now, and I'm going to work my butt off to make it so it can be your full-time project. Yep. Because I think it'd be really fun to do full-time. With both of us, yeah, sitting here all day or sitting at an office or wherever we want to be, yeah, that'd be sweet, yeah. Um, but I want to step 
back that was kind of the story about the founders yeah but i want to you always say i'm still working on it from a standpoint of like i'm getting there yeah i'm working on the work ethic and i think it's important for people to understand like it's not just you being a lazy ass yeah like brandon is a first-time entrepreneur yep entrepreneurship is a lot of work because you don't just go to work and juggle one task. Mm-hmm. You juggle all of the tasks yeah. to survive. Mm-hmm. And every company has a different roadmap. Mm-hmm. Like in our course, we're putting together a roadmap that allows you to dig into all of the basics and we put in other situations. So if it applies to you, you have something to look into, but we can't script out exactly how your company is going to be from start to finish. No. Every company is completely different. Yep. And that's the hard part because you have to make your own destiny every day. There's nothing you can follow. Yeah. So it sucks. You have no format. No. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, I think when I say I'm working on it, I think I'm just trying to figure out what works best for me and actually following through on that like i can't just say sit here and say yeah i'm working on it and then just go back to doing the same thing because clearly that has not been working and so it's writing stuff down being like all right well this worked for me this time this is why i felt more motivated to do this today and to put more work in here um and then i think another thing i kind of wanted to go back on with the wait before you go back then yeah remember that like we talked about just based off of that subject, like we talked about this week, the thing that you're doing and what you're working on, you're working on developing habits. Yeah. Like you're not used to going to work at seven thirty and then coming here and working on educating entrepreneurs until eleven thirty. Yeah. Like right now, for everyone listening, it's ten thirty. And Brandon already worked at his normal job all day. And now he's been here working on educating entrepreneurs. (laughs) That isn't just something you switch on. Yeah. Like it's hard to do that every day. Like, and once you do it and you string together a bunch of days, then it becomes normal. Mm -hmm. So you don't think about it and it's not as hard, but it takes a while for you to start stringing things together. Yeah. And that's why I come in and I say, I'm tired. (laughs) And Bobby gives you crap for it because he obviously doesn't feel tired mostly because he drinks bangs and drinks coffee and that combination should make your brain explode but for him it works and he found out what works and it's just become a part of who he is and you know after a while it will develop into a habit for me where i can come in here and i'll be like all right i'm wide awake let's let's go yeah because like i you know me i struggle if i'm not working 16 to 18 hours a day (laughs) yeah if it's not one of my days off yeah. Like if it's a work day, I like Wednesdays are the week, the days that you and I don't work together. Mm-hmm. It's because I take Wednesdays off in quotations yep. and I quit working at eight thirty. Yeah. And it feels weird. Yeah. Really weird to be able to go to my parents, have dinner yep. and then have all of that time at home where I don't work until we go to bed. Yeah, exactly. At one or two. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. You go to bed at a normal time and you're just laying out there and you're like, what am I doing? And then obviously for you, you're like thinking in your head about all these different things that you can do with work and what can be done. 
but it is important to take that break. Especially yeah, no, if you, have you a need wife. it. Yeah, you yeah. have to see your wife. Yeah, you do have to do that. So, what was your other point? Um, yeah, so going back to kind of the whole process of when things were, I wouldn't say falling apart, but when people were leaving, um, one of the things we all kind of noticed at the end and what we, not at the end, but kind of when we were getting more serious about this new business was being more open in our communication with each other because we would have times where I would talk to Joey about something and that would just be between us. And it wasn't like it was a secret or anything. It was just us talking at the time because we lived together and then nothing was really shared with the whole group. And then there would be times where Bobby and Brady would talk mostly because Bobby had the time to talk to Brady to catch him up on whatever was going on. And there was just those crisscrosses where we weren't ever really on the same page all together at the same time. And then once all of a sudden we started talking, we're like, all right, we're doing this. We started having a little bit more meetings and like being able to get on the phone and making time to get on the phone with each other, even over like lunch or something. And that made a huge difference. So I think if you're working with someone that may be out of state or you're not able to meet with people, it's kind of bringing all that information together and saying, hey, guys, here's what we talked about. Um, kind of just, I guess, the notes that you had from your meeting, even if it is was like or yeah, it was like a five minute talk. Yeah. Transparency. Yeah. It's huge. That's really big. Yeah. We've. I've messed up a lot of things without transparency in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think like that actually made our, I mean, no matter how open we were to breaking up, like the breakup still hurt. Yeah. Like you still felt it. Yeah. It was kind of like, this is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Part of, part of our pie is broken. We just lost a slice and it hurt. <laughs> You're talking about food again. Oh gosh. <laughs> food, food, food. Um, <laughs> if you look through our course, Bobby references food a lot, and it's probably because he was up at 2 a.m. writing some of this stuff after he had only coffee that day or whatever it may be. So he's probably thinking about food and pie and burgers. Maybe. and Maybe. But, but just, we were really transparent, and it still hurt. Yeah. And if we weren't transparent up to that point and what we were willing like what leeway we were giving people if Brady would have left like that I mean he left bad as it was yeah and if we had no transparency leading up to that I I don't know if I'd ever talk to him again exactly yeah and like the transparency really helped with Joey mm-hmm. like he left and it was like nothing happened that night yeah within an hour it was yeah. like, we're perfectly cool, like completely understand this is why we did this. And like, we just want everyone to be happy. Mm-hmm. But without it, that would have been a disaster too. Yeah. You know, that would have been, yeah, it's, you don't want to crush your friendships that way if you are, which we suggest working with Yeah, friends that you and people that you trust because you don't want to, it is fun to go in a to a business with each other but if it's gonna end that way with something that you could have had full control over then it's just gonna you ruin that off the jump yeah you do and a lot of people don't take it super seriously Mm -hmm. when it's friends or family because it's like oh we're friends and family we love each other everything's gonna be hunky-dory yep 
It's not. Yeah. It's probably the worst with family and friends mm-hmm. because you think it's going to be hunky dory, and then when <laughs> something happy happens, you get screwed. Yep. So that's just something that people need to remember in entrepreneurship. Just the founder deal. Yeah. My goodness, it's a disaster. Yeah. And um, I think we should probably wrap this one up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'd love to talk forever, but you have some posts to make. Yep. Or you might need to go home and cuddle up into bed. <laughs> get your teddy bear. I'm very tired. He's, he's very tired. If you guys look at the video footage, he has yawned so much. <laughs> I'm trying to cover it up. And his eyes are like half half open right now. <laughs> yeah, his baggy eyes, puffy face. I've had a lot of caffeine today too, so I don't know what's going on. How much sleep did you get last night? Uh, I slept from probably I probably got seven hours of sleep. How many did you get? Two. It's not. We don't do. I know. We don't compare here, Brandon. I'm just curious if your health is okay. It is okay. Seven hours, and you look like you haven't slept in weeks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, uh, before we wrap up, yeah. how about you tell these kind folks, these lovely human beings, number one, why they keep hearing that stupid <laughs> tapping sound from the mics. Yep. Uh, so tell them that. And then uh, number two... <laughs> You know what? Let's make this our accountability dealio. How many posts are you going to have done by next Thursday when we do this podcast? Next Let's Thursday. start with the clippy. Okay, so yeah, there's a um, a clip on the microphone stand. It's this right here. For uh, everyone that can't, can't see, see the it, camera. it is a, I don't even know what you call this thing, but I a noticed. It's a good thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a clip. Uh, and I was fidgeting with it because I don't know. Tired. Yeah, tired. Fidgety. Fidgety. Um, and so for next Friday, you say? I say we'll be talking on Thursday, so next I say Thursday. next Thursday. Next Thursday. So tomorrow I am supposed to have – are we skipping tomorrow? Or what is the plan with tomorrow? Well, I don't think you're getting to 60. <laughs> no. Because what are you at now, like 10? Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> I have, I told you, I have the skeletons of it ready. It's just putting it into a post form. The video skeletons, too? Sure. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So <laughs> no, they're many, there. How many posts have you made this week? This week, I have made 10. But what I'm saying is there are 40 things ready to go that i just need to put into keynote to make it into something pretty got it i like that so i mean there is stuff ready to go it's just a matter of me doing that and beautiful taking the time so for counting that i would say are you gonna get to your freaking 60 by tomorrow no by next thursday yes we sit on this podcast yes cool I'm saying tomorrow I'm going to be working on the stuff that I already have written down. Okay. I That is my goal for tomorrow is to get those 40 text posts done. Baller. And then... That's, that's not going to happen. You don't think by tomorrow I could do that? When would you get it done? After we meet with Lee. Oh, okay. I Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I'm not leaving right you after. You didn't mean... 
by then you meant yeah by the end of by the, by the end of the cool. time when I, when i leave which will be i'm leaving when i'm done with that cool cool so watch out for that <laughs> it's gonna be a late one i'm excited it will yeah and then uh it's friday who does stuff on fridays not me yeah i know are you doing something on saturday going to feed my starving children what time 9 a.m i'll see you after <laughs> i'm busy oh really what yeah. are you busy with hanging out with friends mm, i already I, I already committed to it so but we were doing a bi-weekly work weekend mm, i don't remember You've that done a couple weekends in a row i don't remember that <laughs> But any well, that's another discussion. Okay, okay. And then, like all right. So yeah, next Thursday. Then that means I would have to start on new posts. So by next Thursday, I will give you. Let's see here. We want sixty a week. So I'll give you forty-five. Beautiful. So, forty-five posts by next Thursday. And how many of those will be videos? Well, we'll have second podcast videos that I need to start doing. So that will be, I'd say 10 of them. We'll call it 30, 30, 15. 30 videos? Yes. Because we're really behind on videos. All right. <laughs> it might be tough to get 30 videos from, actually, oh, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. All right. It'll be quick. All right. So 30 videos, 15 posts. That's beautiful. what it is. Um, by next Thursday, yeah. I'm going to have the site up and beautiful. Okay. Or I should say not perfectly beautiful because our MVP. Yep. There'll be some mistakes. And if we're not a little bit embarrassed by it, then we took too long to launch. Yep. It's one of our rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but the site will be up. The course will be up. You'll be able to purchase a membership to start you. That's exciting. And... and- and by next week, I'll start throwing out feelers to people so they can start submitting their uh, their old submissions to Igniter okay. so they can join the old program. Wow. Yeah. That is exciting. It is exciting. And I'll post. I'll start posting all of your content yeah. next week. Because it'll be in there. Because it'll be in there. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> Get ready for that, everyone. Woo! Sorry, guys, that you had to be a part of our last. Uh, it was kind of a seven-minute meeting, yeah. There that we put on the podcast, but that's just kind of how business works. Yep. I mean, got to get it done when you can. Yeah, that's just ooh, free spirit businessmen <laughs> on the podcast. Um, ready to wrap up? Yeah, it's really hot right now. You getting I'm, sweaty? No, I'm perfectly fine. Oh, gosh, I'm getting nervous for you getting your post done. I think that's getting me some sweat. <laughs> um. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the old Pocket Thoughts podcast. Yeah. We were lucky to have you. Thanks for uh, hanging in. Thanks for hanging in. Let's actually do a wrap, though. Uh, visit us, educatingentrepreneurs.com. That's going to be flipping awesome when we launch it. So mm-hmm. right now, you're going to kind of see a launch page. It's kind of making you all excited. It's all black with some white text. <laughs> pretty pretty thrilling. Yeah. That's going to change soon. Very soon. Might even be done by the end of the weekend. So keep an eye on that. Number two. Number two. I think we'll actually do our first post tomorrow. 
And we're going to do our first post tomorrow because we know Brandon's going to follow through with the content so we can start posting content. So check out our social media pages. You can find it at educating entrepreneurs, educating underscore entrepreneurs, igniter underscore EE and start you underscore EE. All the different pages. Go to Facebook, search start you educating entrepreneurs. You can find them all attached under educating entrepreneurs on that Facebook page if you don't want to specifically search for each one because educating entrepreneurs is the umbrella for all of that so that'll kind of have all the not kind of it will have all the content there but to go to those individual pages just search them by also everybody if you and brandon didn't give me permission to do this if you listen to this podcast and you email me email me Actually, I'll give you my personal email. If you email me at Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y-H, Mason, at gmail.com, if you email me in the next seven days, we will give you access to our course for free. Ooh. Yeah. Any person. Wow. Actually, all people. All people (laughs) that email us. All right. Give you access for free because we genuinely want to just help entrepreneurs. And if you're listening to this... You're an entrepreneur that deserves to be helped. What do they say in their email? Uh, Dear Bobby, I want the freaking course for free. All right. There you go. What's the subject? Subject? Gosh. Subject can be, I love Brandon. Hmm. Thanks, guys. All right. That's really the end of the show. Make sure you, uh, you follow through on that promo. I love Brandon. Email it to bobbyhmason at gmail.com. There you go. All right. We love all of you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.